Hey there, healthyish listeners. Thanks for tuning in to this daily podcast from Body and Soul. I am your host, Felicity Harley. Now, is it just me or is every author, fitness influencer, PT, etc., etc., talking about VO2 max right now? Well, to help us make sense of this important fitness metric, Sean Radford joins me from the Australian Institute of Fitness. By the way, Sean holds a Bachelor of Physical Education and Cert 3 and 4 in fitness, among other things. Just wanted to let you know that he's well-versed to talk about it. If you do like what you hear from Sean, make sure you listen to Extra Healthy-ish, where we take a deep dive into the importance of cardio. You can search for that wherever you get your podcasts. Sean, thank you for joining us today. How are you? No, I'm great. How are you, Felicity? Yeah, I'm good. Now, I'm actually excited to talk about this because wherever I turn, whatever I'm, I'm hearing on all these other podcasts, I'm seeing, it, it seems like VO2 max is a bit of a buzzy term, buzzy concept. What is it exactly? Yeah, VO2 max is, is an interesting one. It's been around for, for a long time in the exercise science world. And um, it's really hitting the fitness realm the, these days. And it's um, with the the build up and the the blast of um, small group training and even your large group training, VO2 max is one of these underpinning things that actually uh, is why these um, uh, there's a success in all of these group training modalities. So VO2 max is the ability to use oxygen at high intensity. So this means that when we are working at higher intensities, our heart rate is able to be a little bit lower than what it would be if we were unfitter. And it Mm. means that we're more efficient at using the oxygen that we actually get into the body to be able to perform higher intensity tasks over time. So why is it important? Why is it important? It's it's a real direct measure of how our heart is working. So it, our heart and our lungs work together to bring oxygen into the body, carbon dioxide being pushed out of the body, and then the heart pumps it around. So the more the higher our VO2 max is, the more efficient that system is. So the heart and the lungs working together. So it's a direct measure of our cardiovascular health, which shows you know that we're on track for a longer and more efficient life. In the long run, which is great. Yeah. So talk to us about how we get tested for it because, you know, I mean, so my husband actually um, runs the Sydney Swans. He has got all of the machines at his work and often I'm like, I need to go and get this <laughs> tested. But most of us don't have access to that. What? Talk to us. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, so it's one of the funny things. You you search for VO2 max and it's, a lot of people want to get tested. And then all of a sudden, it looks like you're in a, a laboratory being tu- um, hooked up to all of these tubes and you're on a bike and you don't know what on earth is going on. Um, now, you don't need to do that for VO2 max. For in the laboratory setting or even sports science setting, absolutely, they they push out the the air that's coming out of us and we measure it through some computers. Um, and that's giving you a really good indicator about what that VO2 max is. For us mere mortals that are here on the yeah, ground the level, we yeah. can, um, yeah, for the rest of us, absolutely. There's a lot of different tests that we can do. Now, it depends on whether you want to get it tested and then sort of t- 
compare it to normative data. So if you wanted to do those tests, there's um, lots of different websites that you can go to. Um, Top End Sports is a really good one where you've got some basic sub VO2 max tests, mm -hmm. which is things like the Queen's College step test. It's a three minute step up test. You measure your heart rate and see how quickly it comes down over time as well. Um, uh, everyone knows of the dreaded beep test. Um, it is still there. It is uh, one of those things that people love to hate and hate to love, I think. Um, but the beep test is also a measure of um, estimating that VO2 max as well. But if you're wanting to see like improvements simply um, by going for a run, um, seeing how far you can run um, over a period of time or how quickly it takes you to do a distance and sort of look at how hard you put out. So we use a, a scale called the RPE scale. So the RP scale, RPE scale is the rate of perceived exertion mm -hmm. and it's one to 10. So let's say I go for a 10K run and it takes me an hour to do it. And I was sitting in and around about seven to eight. Um, you know, six weeks later, I'm doing that same run in 55 minutes, but I'm actually feeling like it's more of a six or a seven. It shows that my, my VO2 max is actually increasing without directly measuring it because I can go further. I can go, well, I can go the same distance, but I can do it in a quicker time. So it means I'm working at a higher intensity and I'm more efficient with that oxygen. So really, it's a great metric. I mean, it, I'm, I'm thinking it's it's an awesome metric to track your fitness pro progress in many ways. Absolutely. It definitely is. Um, and it's also, it's underlying a lot of our other capabilities. I mean, there are two major organs in our body that are probably the most important. One of them is the brain because the brain is our coordinator. It's our CEO. It causes us to do everything. The next one is our heart because it's going to pump out all that oxygen. And oxygen is one of the most vital things that we need for the body. So, the more efficient we are in getting that oxygen around the body to the working muscles, to the working organs, then more efficient in our life daily tasks as well. Mm. So how can we, if we do want to raise our VO2 max, talk to us about how we can do this, how we can, well, it's just get fitter really, isn't it? And, and feel better when you're working out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I love to talk to my clients about this. So I run a lot of small group, oh, sorry, large group training sessions, and a lot of them are around that cardiovascular output mm. and, and along with strength as well. So a lot of the time I'm talking to these guys about building that VO2 max or building their cardiovascular fitness. That's what it is at the end of the day. So to be able to do it, it really comes down to what you enjoy doing. Um, I will never tell anyone to do an exercise they don't like doing. Um, there will probably be some sessions of mine that my clients would disagree with me. But um, I've got, you know, if you're enjoying that you're going to do it, then you're going to continue to do that. And you can do little bits and pieces, but if you don't have a block of time to dedicate just to cardio, you can also utilize strength training to actually get your heart rate up. So by doing high intensity interval training, this is an ability where we can use strength to actually get our heart rate up. Um, by manipulating the muscle groups that we're working in a training session. So if I'm working maybe my legs, then I follow up by uh, an upper body exercise with minimal rest, the blood has to be shunted to those areas for the working muscles to work. Yeah. And this puts a load on the heart to actually create that cardiovascular response as well. So we can manipulate how we get our heart rate up. Um, and it really comes down to how much you enjoy it. So always find something that you enjoy um, and then just work harder at it. Yeah. Just before we go, can you, is it a, a thing if you, if you, 
if you're listening and you're thinking, right, I do want to increase my VA2 max, I want to get fitter, I want to focus on my heart health, can you speed up the process? Is it a matter of just doing more workouts every week or is it a bit of a time oh. period? <laughs> Yeah, I love that. Unfortunately, fitness is not a magic pill. Um, I if I find the magic pill, Felicity, you'll be the first one I come to, yes, and well, we can send it you out to be, all you'll the be, listeners. You'll be but it- <laughs> so rich, you won't need to speak to us anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I will definitely speak to you. Don't worry. But unfortunately, it's it's about just slowly building it up. Um, for um. Our younger population, it's easier to build that VO2 max. Our body adapts really quickly. Unfortunately, as we age, the aging processes cause the body to slow down um, things where we're going to be able to progress a little bit quicker. So um, it's about consistency. That's the biggest thing that I probably say to here. Um, if we can keep it consistent and keep it on track, then we can see those gains. And everyone is slightly different. Some people are going to get fitter early bit quicker and that comes down to mum and dad giving us the the perfect genes um, or it might take a little bit longer so it really comes down to you know how much do you want it um, and just keeping that consistency and accountability to your fitness sean great advice thank you for coming on healthy-ish no worries thank you do you know your vo2 max i'm going to go and test mine i'm going to write it down and then Perhaps in a few months, I will test it again, see how it's going. I hope this cleared up a few things for you when it does come to cardiovascular fitness and health. If you did enjoy this chat, make sure you rate and review it or you can subscribe to Healthy-ish, of course. Any more info, head to bodyandsoul.com.au. Follow us on socials, grab our print edition, which is out in your local Sunday paper. And until tomorrow, stay healthy-ish. News doesn't have to be boring. The Brits have given Prince Harry a new nickname after yet another tell-all interview. Oh, God, is it the ginger winger? (laughs) Let the team at news.com.au get you up to speed each day with their podcast from the newsroom. A couple were busted joining the Mile High Club. Well, I guess they can't fly virgin anymore. Politics, sport, red carpets, royals. Get all the goss in just a few minutes. Follow from the newsroom wherever you get your podcast from.